weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode nine, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, welcome to another little bookish bite podcast thing. Um, Yeah, anyway, before I keep embarrassing myself, I want to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Caraval by Stephanie Garber, out now from Flatiron Books. It's the New York Times bestseller that follows two sisters as they take part of a legendary competition, not knowing what is real and what is magic. With adventure, romance, and suspense, you'll have a hard time not getting caught up in this game. It's great. I I read it uh, when it came out. It's been out since January... Um, and just keeps going and going and going. Everybody keeps reading it. It's amazing. The cover is unbelievable. That has to be, like, what draws everybody to it. The cover is gorgeous. Um, and you can pick it up now wherever books are sold. So, again, that's Caraval by Stephanie Garber, out from Flatiron Books. And we thank them for sponsoring. So now to this week's picks. Um, I have a couple of subjects I'm going to expand on. Um, the first, uh, there was a book out this week called A Kind of Freedom by Margaret Wilkerson Sexton. It's a wonderful debut out from Counterpoint Press. Uh, it takes place in New Orleans and follows a family through their trials and tribulations over 70 years. So fantastic. Highly recommend it. And it got me thinking about books set in New Orleans. Um, of course, the first one that pops into my mind is Salvage the Bones by Jasmine Ward. Uh, won the National Book Award. It's about a 14-year-old girl as she and her three brothers and her father are getting ready for Hurricane Katrina to hit, and she's also dealing with the fact that she's just discovered that she is pregnant. Um, Again, like I said, it won the National Book Award. So, so good. Big Book Riot favorite here. Um, And Jasmine Ward has a new novel out called Sing, Unburied Sing on September 5th. Also fantastic. A little bit of information for you there. Um, there's Anne Rice. Anne Rice has set a lot of books in New Orleans. But I just wanted to tell you that Interview with the Vampire and the, the Witching Hour are two of my favorite books. They're old now, but definitely still worth it. If you've ever like wondered, like, should I read Anne Rice? They're really good for a re- like people read them for a reason. They're fantastic. So definitely check those out. Um, also, a favorite of mine is A Confederacy of Dunces by John Kennedy Toole about the horrible Ignatius J. Riley and his adventures in New Orleans. Um, and also this book is notable because John Kennedy Toole wrote it and then he was so despondent over um, how it, it turned out he thought that he could never sell it. He actually took his own life and later on his mother gave the manuscript to the author Walker Percy and he ended up helping it get published, uh, and it won the Pulitzer in 1981. So, amazing story right there. Um, there's Winds of the Storm by Beverly Jenkins. If you like romance, this one is about a man searching for the former spy known as the Butterfly who saved his life during the Civil War. And yes, there are kissing parts. There's also The Neon Rain by James Lee Burke. This is the first in his Dave Robichaux series, which I think has, like, Know, 20 books now, but it is about the New Orleans detective who is facing the criminal underworld as well as his own demons in order to solve a murder. Um, there's Hold It Till It Hurts by T. Geronimo Johnson, he of the amazing Welcome to Braggsville novel. Um, this was his first book, I believe. It's about two brothers who return from a tour of duty in Afghanistan and they are presented with the information about their birth parents. 
and uh, what they decide to do with that information. There's also Exquisite Corpse by Poppy Z. Bright. If you like sort of pop horror novels, she's a classic. This one is about a serial killer who regards his work as high art. Um, and also there is New Orleans Mon Amour, 20 Years of Writings from the City by Andre Kajescu. Um, you've probably heard him on NPR. He's a poet. He's a writer. Um, he does, this is a collection of essays. He's from Transylvania, and he moved to the States, and sort of New Orleans is his adopted city that he loves, and he these are his essays about it. He's so, so, so great. And also, there's a book I've never read. It's The Awakening by Kate Chopin, and I know it's a classic. Should I read it? Has anybody read it? Find me on the internet. Let me know. Because, you know, I could go either way, but it is a classic, so there's probably a reason for that. Um, another book that came out this week is called Living the Dream by Lauren Berry, about two best friends in London and their jobs and sort of office work that they handle after they graduate college, and it got me thinking about books set in an office, of which there are so, so many, but these are a few that I love. Um, of course, the first one that comes to mind is Then We Came to the End by Joshua Ferris, which was the National Book Award finalist that takes place in a Chicago ad agency sort of dark comedy. The two funniest books I've read set in an office, um, and just two of the funniest books I've ever read in general, um, one being Domestic Violets by Matthew Norman and also The Ask by Sam Lipsight. Just two middle-aged guys going through a midlife crisis and having problems at their sucky jobs. There is a book that came out recently called The Assistance by Camille Perry about an assistant who seeks revenge on her awful boss. Um, office Girl by Joe Mino about a guy who falls in love with the girl in his office. Pretty self-explanatory there. Um, if you like yours a little more science fiction-y, there's The Regional Office is Under Attack by Manuel Gonzalez about an orga secret organization saving the world from global annihilation. Uh, or if you like your fiction to be a little more Kafka-esque, there is Radio Iris by Anne-Marie Kinney about a woman who takes a job in an office where she's not really sure what she's supposed to do. Her boss is not very good at telling her what her job is. Her coworkers start to disappear out of the building, and it appears that someone has moved into the office next door and is living there. Um, and the other is The Beautiful Bureaucrat by Helen Phillips, about a woman who takes a job. Again, she has no idea what she's doing. She just sits and types numbers into something called the database all day. Um, one of my very favorites from a couple years ago, The Beautiful Bureaucrat. I love that one. And then there is Severance Package by Dwayne Sprzynski. Um, if you've ever thought you wanted to kill your boss, you are not the only one. This is sort of a violent comedy. Um, if you've ever seen the movie Severance, it's a bit like that. Uh, and Dwayne's just so much fun. He does comics and all kinds of things. So that's really fun. And I've never read The Devil Wears Prada. I'm sure that most of you have. I, I have not read that one, but I know that's another classic that takes place in an office. Um, so those were my picks for this week. And for my dealer's choice, I just picked up a book called Mrs. Sherlock Holmes, The True Story of New York City's Greatest Female Detective and the 1917 Missing Girl Case That Captivated a Nation. I think we've talked about this before. Nonfiction books have the longest subtitles. My goodness. It basically tells you the whole book right there in the subtitle. But this is by Brad Ricca. 
And it got me thinking about two books that I really love that I've probably talked about before. So forgive me, I'm going to talk about them again. The first being a collection of essays by David Grant, David Grant who wrote The Lost City of Z and Killers of the Flower Moon. It's called The Devil and Sherlock Holmes, Tales of Murder, Madness, and Obsession. And one of the essays in the book is the true story of the foremost Sherlock Holmes scholar who was a member of the Sherlock Holmes Society. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is also a member of that society, which is wicked awesome. And he wrote a book about Sherlock Holmes. But anyway, I digress. Um, so there was this Sherlock Holmes scholar uh, who had been in contact with the Arthur Conan Doyle family about some papers regarding Sherlock Holmes that supposedly had disappeared and she had said that she had them and he was all set to like meet her and get these papers and then he's found dead, garroted to death. The police say it was a suicide, but it's kind of hard to do that to yourself. So there was an investigation. A lot of his friends are quite certain that something, something sinister took place. Um, and so it's about that case, and there are also a bunch of essays about other crime cases. Um, but that story inspired Graham Moore to write The Sherlockian, and in that novel, they talk about the case of the Sherlock Holmes scholar, and it goes back and forth between that and an actual murder case that Arthur Conan Doyle and Bram Stoker investigated many years ago uh, called The Wedding Dress Murder. And it's like their adventures as a detective team together. Um, and it's just, they're both so much fun. If you like Sherlock Holmes, if you like historical mysteries, if you like new mysteries, um, if you like books and words, they're all just really great fun. And Mrs. Sherlock Holmes, so far, very interesting. I've only gotten halfway through it. Um, there's a picture of Arthur Conan Doyle. He was a very tall man. I, I don't know why I didn't know that, but he was very, very tall. Um, so now you, you heard it here first. Uh, so that is it for me today, book lovers. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Caraval by Stephanie Garber, out now from Flatiron Books. We will have a link to it in the show notes, and you can pick it up wherever books are sold. You can also find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats or tell me about The Awakening, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>